you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hey everyone, this is Tony Dow and welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And as with every episode, we start off this one stating that the intended audience is everybody. And today we'll be speaking with our special guest, Dr. Diana Schreier, on what her role is in the pharmacy technology and informatics world. And I actually had the pleasure of working with Diana in the ASHP section of Pharmacy Informatics and Technology Workgroup on Professional Development. So thank you so much for taking some time to be on the podcast today. Diana, how are you doing? Thank you so much for having me, Tony. I'm I'm doing great. Awesome, awesome. So for our listeners out there, can you just get started with telling us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, sure. So currently, I am a PGY2 pharmacy informatics resident. I'm just completing my pharmacy residency year, and then soon I'll be moving on to a career in pharmacy informatics. So I started out my pharmacy career. I actually started pharmacy in a 2-4 program. So I did two years of undergraduate in kind of pharmacy studies, but it was just like the general chemistry, biology, things like that. And then after my second year in undergrad, I actually started pharmacy school after that. Then I did four years of pharmacy school. I actually did a dual degree. So I did a PharmD and an MBA. And then I went on to do my PGY1 in pharmacy practice and then next on to my PGY2 in pharmacy informatics. Oh, okay. So for your PGY1 program, was there like a focus in that? Like I know that there's some PGY1s that are a little bit more focused in acute care, some are more focused on care. Was yours like either one of those or was it more kind of general? So mine was heavily focused on acute care. Actually, all of my rotations were inpatient and there wasn't a lot of ambulatory exposure. Oh, okay. So what kind of like motivated you to apply for a pharmacy informatics residency for the, your PGY2? Was there some kind of like motivator, motivating factor that you kind of saw in your PGY1 program? I think there are a lot of factors that came into it, but I think ultimately what really drew me into pharmacy informatics was the idea that I could have a large impact by doing something with the electronic health record. I really like thinking as a pharmacist on the floor on the day-to-day, you maybe help all of the patients on your service. Um, but if you think about yourself in pharmacy informatics, then you have this huge reach. And then if you change one thing, you could potentially impact hundreds of thousands of patients. So that was really a big drawing point to me is that I really wanted to have an impact and I wanted to really make a difference in, in my career. And I thought that pharmacy informatics would allow me to do that. I think also I had an interest in technology and I thought that this was a good mix of my skill set. I like challenges. I like problem solving. And it, it really seemed like a good fit in terms of what my interests were and really what my skill set was. That's great. So you're talking about skill sets too. And I was wondering for your PGY1 program, how did that program prepare you for being able to take on the specific tasks and duties that a PGY2 in informatics would put you through? Yeah, I think a PGY1 is actually pretty invaluable to being a successful pharmacy informaticist. So on a day-to-day basis, you might be building systems for the pharmacists on your floors. You may be building medications that need to be configured appropriately for safety, safe use in the hospital. And there's a lot of considerations where having that clinical background really comes into play in being able to understand the workflows that you're building around, as well as understanding safety of medications and what makes medication use appropriate. I think something that I've really learned and has become illuminated throughout my PGY2 year is that part of being a pharmacy informaticist is 
being willing to investigate things and trying to make sure that if you get a request to build something, you don't just build it blindly, but you say, is this an appropriate thing to be built in the first place? Because sometimes requests come in because people want to do things that aren't necessarily evidence-based, aren't necessarily safe, and could be harmful to a patient. So I think that PGY one year really helped me to understand what is or isn't appropriate clinically, and how do I apply that when I'm building as an informaticist? So I also noticed that you have an MBA, and I was also wondering how, you know, your experience in that program kind of plays into uh, pharmacy informatics or maybe even just pharmacy in general. Yeah, I think I'm really glad that I did an MBA when I had the chance to do it, and it, it really is for a couple of reasons. Especially in pharmacy informatics, I feel like you do a lot of management, so you have to manage the managers and essentially telling them what you can do and what their options are so they can make decisions within their clinical or operational sphere, but also in terms of managing those around you and understanding essentially how an organization needs to come together to work. I think something that's interesting about pharmacy informatics is that really it's not just medications, but it's the entire organization that you're helping. So things like billing, things like just quality initiatives and meeting standards, a lot of that rolls into pharmacy informatics. And I think that having that business background really allows you to understand what's happening, why it's happening, what needs to be done in order to do that. And I think additionally, the training that I got while I was doing my MBA, you really meet a lot of people that aren't pharmacists or maybe don't think like you. And I think that gave me the opportunity to start thinking about you know, how you interact with people and how you can communicate things in a way that will make sure that people understand you and that you can get the job done. So I think it has become more important as I've gone into pharmacy informatics, but definitely even as a PGY1, it was helpful to have that that skill set so that when I had projects that I needed to do or work that I needed to coordinate with others, that I was able to effectively communicate what needed to be done. And then as projects went along, I was able to successfully make sure that we were meeting our goals and getting things done when we wanted to. So I think that really anywhere in pharmacy, there really is a lot of application for a business degree. That's really cool. So, and you know, you're talking about projects. I also wanted to ask you for your residency program. I know that for, you know, PGY1 is structured where it's like six weeks of this, six weeks of that, or um, however the interval time is. And it's like switching between different topics. And for your your current program now, is it kind of like that, but with like, you know, specific parts of informatics? Or do you have like maybe more longitudinal things? Yeah. So, Really, the biggest difference between my PGY1 and PGY2 is the length of rotation. So when I was a PGY1, I switched rotations every four weeks, which is pretty consistent. But now that I'm in my PGY2, I actually switch rotations every, I'd say, couple of months. It's variable, but sometimes it's about eight weeks, and other times it's about 12, even a few more weeks. It just kind of depends on what the rotation is. And I think it really reflects the project work that informatics is. Most things won't be completed in the period of four weeks. And I think that our program has understood that and has incorporated that to say, well, in order to get all of that experience for an entire project and seeing the project through, it's more important to have that duration of time than it is to have those really small snippets of what a project might be. So I do also have longitudinal projects that go throughout the course of my residency. 
And those are really larger things that can't even be completed in the course of a couple months. They'll take years or more in order to be completed. And that gives me the opportunity to really see those bigger projects that need a lot of leadership and need a lot of time in order to have them successfully completed. So it's kind of a mix that I have those rotations, but I also have those really big longitudinal projects that I'm working on. Oh, okay. So you still have different rotations for the different types of aspects and concepts of pharmacy informatics. So I guess my next question is, was there a specific niche that you had an interest in or you found the most interesting? I think it, it has definitely evolved over the course of the year. I think my one of my biggest challenges that is that each rotation I'm on, I think that that's what I want to do. <laughs> so it's sometimes hard for me to kind of narrow my focus down into exactly what I want to do. Um, but I'd say over the course of the year, some things that have really stood out to me would be uh, reporting. I really enjoyed learning about how you can essentially es- extract data from the electronic health record and then use that to make inferences or insight about what's going on in the practice. I think another thing that stands out to me is clinical decision support. I've had a lot of projects that in- incorporate that, uh, and I think it's been really a great opportunity to start learning about really how what you can do in the electronic health record can affect the practice that you're supporting and really make changes for the better in terms of patient care or in terms of, you know, financial reasons or really, you name it, there's a whole host of reasons that you might put clinical decision support in, but I think it's really cool to see how that can really have an impact. And I'd say the final thing that I've really found a big interest in is medication safety and kind of alluding back to what we talked about previously. As an informaticist, you're kind of the detective to make sure that whatever's being requested is appropriate. And I've really come to understand that throughout the course of the year. And I've, I think that that is a really important part of any informaticist job. So I I really enjoy that part of that investigation and making sure things are clinically appropriate. And I think that that really touches anywhere that you might be in pharmacy informatics. Awesome. Awesome. And I I wanted to ask you too, like, since you were talking about some of the different projects, was there any project that you can, I guess, talk a little bit more detail about? Sure. One project that I've worked on this year that I have spent a lot of time on and have worked on a lot is retrospective renal dosing rules. So essentially what they are is they take they look at a patient's current dose. So if they're on, for instance, like amoxicillin or if they're on a cyclovir, it looks at the dose that they're on currently and it compares that to their renal function, their age, their weight, or any other rules that you might incorporate into the dosing rule. And if the patient's dose doesn't match what the electronic health record thinks that the patient's dose should be, then it will fire an alert. So I've built a lot of these rules throughout the course of the year. It's been one of my bigger projects. And ultimately through that, what we can do is we can make sure on an ongoing basis that as the patient's renal function is changing. So either as their renal function gets worse and they need a lower dose, or perhaps after their renal function starts to get better after it had declined, that the dose is increased to uh, an appropriate dose for what their renal function is. Uh, So over the course of the year, I've, I've faced those opportunities to start thinking about ways that we can incorporate that really complex dosing regimen that a lot of those renally dosed drugs can have and incorporate that into the electronic record in form, in the form of a rule to notify clinicians. 
Wow, that's really cool. And, you know, your discussion about that uh, makes me also want to ask about where do you kind of see maybe machine learning or AI? Do you, do you kind of see them being beneficial in terms of optimizing these sorts of rules? Yes, I would say that there's definitely a place for machine learning and AI with within dosing a lot of the rules that we build for clinical decision support. We've actually had a lot of discussion about this and with people that you know, I talk with on a day-to-day basis. And, and something that I find interesting about AI and machine learning is that it's really inherently dependent on the data that you could extract from the electronic health record and that the electronic health record or computer could actually recognize. So some questions that come up when you're starting to think about AI and even incorporating things like this into the rules is, for instance, how do I recognize that a patient's on dialysis? And then if I were going to be training my machine learning algorithm, how do I make sure that this algorithm understands that a patient's on dialysis and shoots out the appropriate dose? So I think that that's an interesting question that will come out in the future. It's how we can actually approach that with AI and machine learning opportunities. Um, But I think it's definitely something that's coming and something that we are really going to be leading in the future about what happens and how we can optimize our electronic health record use with those algorithms. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. And thank you for also providing your kind of like thought process on on those kind of topics. And I wanted to ask you another thing in in terms of, you know, I always get a lot of students asking me like, hey, you're, you're in informatics now. Like, how'd you get into it? Like, what advice can you give me? And, you know, I have my own set of advice, but I always like to hear what other farmers pharmacists in that field would give advice to their their students or even other pharmacists that are trying to get into the field. So if someone asked that to you, what kind of advice would you give them? I think some of the biggest advice that I would give is to recommend that students or even like PGY1 residents get involved in projects that would involve informatics. I think that at a lot of institutions, really anything that's a clinical initiative almost inevitably ends up being an informatics initiative as well. So I think that it's really a great opportunity, even if perhaps it's not directly related to build. So maybe you don't have the opportunity to be on an informatics team or be closely involved with an informatics team as a student based on where your location is and what opportunities are available. But what you do have the opportunity to be involved in most of the time in is would be to be involved in projects. And I think that that really is what informatics is when you take away the electronic health record. It's project management and coordination. And I think that really taking all of those opportunities that you have to learn those skills will really reap dividends in the future when you're trying to apply those skills using informatics instead of perhaps using clinical skills or, or, or that other arena. So I would say for students that are considering the field, I think it would be important to find projects. If they can be informatics related, great. If they can't be, that's totally okay. There's plenty to learn from even just a different project that teaches you those skills of following something through, coordinating people, coordinating things, and seeing things to completion. Awesome. Awesome. That was great advice. And thank you for sharing that. If students or maybe pharmacists wanted to reach out to you and then maybe have further questions for you, uh, what's the best way that they can reach you? Yeah, sure. I think probably by email would be easiest. Um, My email address is my first name, period, last name at frontier.com. So it's Diana period Schreier at frontier.com. Awesome. Thank you. I'll be putting that in the show notes for uh, for people to reach out if they, they'd like to get more information from you. 
Great. Thank you. All right. So to be respectful of your time, I'd like to thank you again for taking some time out of your busy day to be on the show. And I'm sure our listeners learn a lot from you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. Of course. All right. If you guys like this episode, you can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also follow us on social media on Twitter or Facebook at PharmacyITME or Instagram at PharmacyInformatics or by emailing me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. Thank you again for listening. I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy ITME. And remember, technology is a tool. Patient care is the goal.